Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Katie here. And Jason. So, Will Smith has spoken. And it is really interesting. The things he said are so interesting. On the surface, he is saying, I am so remorseful. I am so sorry. But there is so much more in this, psychologically so much more, about how he processed this whole thing. This is a little bit. He posted something on Facebook. We're doing the podcast now Friday morning early. It went up 20, 30 minutes ago. Uh, We just slammed it up on the website, and uh, this is a little bit of what he said. Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? I was fogged out by that point. I've reached out to Chris, and the the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk, and when he is, he will reach out. So I I will say to you, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, My behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. There is no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? No. You know, I made a choice on my own, disappointing people is my central trauma. Uh, It hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. If If you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. Done, I'll be his friend again. Okay, hold on. <laughs> J- Jason's, I, I, could, I saw Jason's eye roll with the trauma issue. Disappointment is my, disappointing people is my central trauma. The, the problem is, and Kate, Katie told me earlier, she's hook, line, and sinker back into, the, back into him. The problem that I have is I'm looking for authenticity here, and I want to know, does he really feel it? And I think certainly some of, him, some, of it, some of him feels it, but I also think more of him is I want to get my career back. I don't like the fact that the first thing people think about when they think about Will Smith is the slapping incident. And so I want to get past this. And so I had a PR person write my lines and nothing goes to that more than disappointing people is my central trauma. Nobody talks like that. Nobody, unless they've sat down at a computer and figured out the words they want to say. No, well, I there's think also, that's... there's also an ego issue here of my central trauma is People having a really good image of me yep. that is now tarnished yep. because of something. That's very ego-driven. Yes. See, I don't think this is ego-driven at all. I think this is a guy who's gone to, first of all, this is how the Smiths speak, right? If you watch Red Table Talk, they love to, like, dive into their feelings. This is a guy who's probably spent the last three months in therapy, seeking counsel Clearly. from therapists, oh, oh. from ministers, from religious Clearly. figures, Clearly. right? So that's what, that's what I think this speech is. This, to me, was very moving. It was a guy I could see, I could still see he was in a lot of pain. He's taking... 
he's taking responsibilities for his actions. Well, and hold on, Katie. He got I, me. Katie, After two I, minutes, I was like, I'm I, back in. I'm got, back on the will train. I, I hear you, and I, I, I partially agree with you, but there's this is laced with some justification. I mean, he says that there's no part of me thinks that this is the way to handle a feeling of disrespect or insults. It's like you're going back to, hey, this is why I did it, as opposed to simply saying, this was just wrong. And again, Will uh, Chris Rock told a joke, okay? He told a joke. Now, Will Smith may have viewed it as an insult or disrespectful, why bring that up? And he also said we have history. He mentioned the history that he had with Chris Rock, and it's bad history. Remember in 2000, I think it was 16, when Chris hosted the Oscars, he took a shot at Jada, took a shot at Will. Um, he said it was in fun. They were offended by it, and they never were right ever since. But, you know, to, why bring up, you know, I did it because I have a feeling of disrespect and insults and history. Clearly justifying his actions to some degree. He's to, saying, look, I was pushed by him past my lines and I shouldn't have gone past my lines as opposed to saying there was really no excuse for this. No motivation should have justified this. Exactly. Uh, and, and it was just a joke. Exactly. I, I, I mean. Hey, he got me. He said, let's be, <laughs> I, I bought it. Hook, yeah. line, and sinker. He said, let's what be about friends what Jason again, Katie. And I said, okay, Will. And now we are back together as well, friends. What about what Jason just said? No, I mean. I don't know. I kind of liked the fact that he said, I'm sorry what I did. He said, I'm sorry. And then he said, but I can't. And I apologize to everyone, but I'm going to try to move past this without shame. And I, he was like, I'm human. So I and that's uh, well, I hold liked on. that. Line. But that and that is the point to me that he is human. And you know what? None of us are without big flaws. Yeah. OK. And and, you know, I, I, what what I like about this so much is enough canceling shit. You know, it's like, I don't want to cancel Will Smith because of what he did here. It was terrible. But I'm. it's like people – look, if if we don't believe in redemption, if we don't say people can grow and get better, I, I mean, what's left for any of us? I mean, it's like who's who's – who is even close to perfect? Who has who has any big mistakes in their sure. lives? I mean, and, and you do give him credit. I mean, look, this is honestly, not this is not a totally hollow apology. He clearly feels bad about what happened. He does. I wish, it, and it may be, and it may be mixed. It may be part of it is he knows what he did is wrong. He's also remorseful right. to the people he hurt, and he's also upset about having his own image. That's yeah. not a terrible thing right. to feel. No, he's and built a, it up for the last you know right. twenty five years. And, and like on on Wednesday. I think we saw Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, say use a really harmful epithet for small for little people. And he said, and he came out and he said, "Look, I'm sorry that some people may have been offended right. by what I say." That's a non-apology. Right. Yeah. Here we have a true. It's apology. a true apology. It is, to your point, laced with a little bit of "I still want to protect my ego," and maybe you know, I still was. He still shouldn't have done what he did. But there's a true apology here. A man who really feels bad about. You know what the real lesson is in doing something like this less is more just yeah he could have gotten out with less he could have right. gotten out he could have gotten out and look it, he he apologized okay yeah. and we should be able to move on from that i mean look he i think so he I went think we will. he went nuclear and people do and then you know this is what happened and what's the state of shouldn't his, define him what's right. the state of his career now i think he's fine i really I, I do. do too i mean i really do i think look did he do this? Yes. And is this going to be part of his storyline? Yes. Yeah. 
but you know, if this means that Will Smith has to go away, you know, th there's a really interesting article today on, on just people who have all these people who have been canceled. You know, at a point, people are saying enough already because, you know, it's like you look at somebody through a 2007 lens or a 2011 lens. They're not the same they are today. They shouldn't be. And the world's changed. But what's happened is, I mean, and look, Will Smith did this in the present, but it's gotten so crazy that everybody is looking at everything through the most sensitive lens they possibly can. And that's just not human beings. Right. Right. I mean, you know, it, it's, yeah, you know what, can I tell you what's really funny? I was in the bathroom the other day. Oh boy, I, I know. This going? I got a long way to go to oh funny. Okay, oh hold on. Gosh. And you know what they were playing? They were playing a Frank Sinatra song in the bathroom. Okay. I mean, we didn't have a band in there. It's actually just no, recorded we have music. music. We do. Live, right. mu live music. Right. And they're, and they're playing um, lady, The Lady is a Tramp. And you listen to the words of this song, and it's appalling. I mean, when you think about it, it is appalling. But that's what happened in the 40s and 50s. And we've grown and gotten better than that. But, you know, you I, I, when I was listening to it, I thought, my God, can you imagine anybody singing that today? Yeah. The world's changed. And I, I don't know. I'm going back in time just because I'm looking at this cumulatively. No, it's, with all all, the, it's all part of the same conversation yeah. about what do we hold against people what they said in a time when those kinds of things were not offensive. And, you know, it, it, the answer largely is no, right? Unless it's really, really bad. What did he say? He said something. I, he said, I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, good on Will Smith. Honestly, he, yeah, like, he realized what he did was wrong. He's apologizing for it. And now he's like, I have to move forward without like beating myself up over this every single day. But he day. did beat himself up because he right. said, I'm trying. He, so he exactly. is struggling. He's almost thinking of himself as a piece of shit and saying, I can't think of myself that way. Right. He's, he's not a piece he, of shit for this. He's putting the work in. Look, what he did was wrong. It was really upsetting for, you know, the world to watch. But I, I think... This this was a really great first step. It won me back, so I'll uh, see his next movie. I think you got one ticket. Katie, is, one ticket you are purchased. Well, not just back in. You're no, yeah, I, I know. He I know. like got me back more than ever. I know. You're gonna go watch like Hitched or something oh, this weekend. Yeah. You know what? It just shows Fresh he's friends. human. He's a human being. He's a human. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're gonna move on. Um, okay, I, we should not do the cameras. Cam, Cam, Candace Cameron's daughter on the heels of this. So <laughs> let's. Okay, <laughs> let's go. To, this story, I saw this yesterday, and I said, we have got to get this up you on the website cannot, immediately. You cannot laugh. People are injured. He, <laughs> okay, you're deadly. right. Okay, so I, you know what? I should not do this then. You should do this. <laughs> no. Well, there, there's monkeys terrorizing ja a Japanese city, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so in the so southwestern part of Japan, a city called Yamaguchi, um, every city in Japan, by the way, is like 12 million people. We talk about it like it's a small right. town. <laughs> right. Um, there, there's a band. There are a band of monkeys who are actually really terrorizing residents there. It's been pretty awful. 58 people have been attacked in the last three weeks oh, or God, so. Oh, God, Jason, headline. The monkeys are targeting little kids. They're targeting and they're elderly to, people, too. Right, but let's, well, let's put the elderly you on hold. I think that Harvey would want I'm to like, don't go that. to Japan. Let, let, let's just let's put the elderly, <laughs> let, let's put the elderly on hold trip, for a minute. You have planned. Let's put them on hold. These monkeys, some of them, are hanging out at preschools, peering into the windows of preschools, 
trying to get at the preschoolers to kidnap them. Yeah. And it's crazy. And the Japanese government is responding by sending roving bands of militants out with tranquilizers to try and try and tranquilize these monkeys because they're attacking the little kids. And they're like going after them, trying to steal them and bring them back to their lairs or whatever. This is the most it's insane like, thing. It's, it's like it's, Tarzan. Well, that was the imperialists coming into Africa to kill the apes. Oh right, that was the opposite of this. That this is revenge. This is Tarzan's revenge, right? Oh here. right, right. Yeah. Tarzan's revenge. Okay, <laughs> there gotcha. is nothing scarier than watching one of those monkeys just peer oh through my a God. window and stare, knowing that it wants to steal your baby. Yeah, like can you yeah. imagine? <laughs> have you? You guys have been to countries where you've had run-ins with like bamboo baboons and things like that. Have you ever had this? Like they come on top of your car. I've never actually had a really? baboon. No, in South no. Africa, they climb on the car, they tear the antenna off the car, and they're and you can't approach them because they're vicious and they bear their claws. But and nobody's ever seen this. But nobody's ever seen and, this. And, and they are tar- and it's and it's very specific, targeting little kids and targeting the elderly. Right. It's almost the people. It's like coronavirus. But how, how do they know that they're the least able to defend themselves? I mean, something has processed that the very young and the very old are the ones that they're going after. And by the way. Some of them are really violent. I mean, they're attacking these people. Um, and and food traps are not working. They're not even interested they're in food. They're not interested in they're food. They're just interested in human flesh. That's where we're at. This is the start of well, it. Well, they're clearly— <laughs> This is the start of what? <laughs> this is the start of—what's that movie? with Planet of the Apes. They're yeah. taking over, and it, this is the moment. We're going to look back on this and be like, that's when we knew it was happening. Well, Harvey's going to be dead pretty soon <laughs> at the elderly attacks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't go to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, uh, actually, we joke about it. Pretty terrifying, though. If you have a kid in yeah. in, in the city and you are sending them off to preschool and there's monkeys, we have the picture on the site of oh a my monkey god peering in through like we have video shutters, of it, moving, video, video moving the shutters aside at the school door to look in mean, at a classroom full of like six year olds. It's terrifying. If you saw this in a movie, you'd say, "Oh, come on!" Right, right, right. It's, right. Really it's really implausible. It's and, crazy. And, and we should be helpful here and let everyone know that if you do. If you are confronted by a monkey, the instructions are do not look them in the in the eye. Make yourself as big as possible. Like open up your I, coat. I think those are contradictory. <laughs> like you're just looking away but opening your coat wide. <laughs> the, I guess the, those are the instructions. Just make yourself as big as possible. It's crazy. And the, and and the scientists don't know what's going on here. They yeah. said they've never seen anything like you, this. You're going to see. We, we, I don't think we have a dead child yet. If we have a dead child, you are going to see the mass slaughter yeah. of monkeys oh, in yeah. that town. They've already caught one and killed they've, it. They've caught one and killed it. And yeah. killed it. You're going to see a mass slaughter if one kid dies. And, and, and I'm not even saying it's wrong or right, but that's what you're going to see. Uh, you're right. Hundreds of dead monkeys. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. 
So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Let's do John Stewart. Um, I, I, you know, look, this guy is, he's one of the great people in America. I mean, John Stewart is just one of the great people in America. And just the idea, when, when you listened to him the other day, um, just rail, you know, with this deep emotion about veterans and how the country has turned its back on veterans, you know, being upset about this bill yeah, that, the uh, Act Act. Yeah. The, that, that, that went down in flames you know, you feel that emotion. This is not acting. This is not posturing. This isn't John Stewart self-aggrandizing himself. This is John Stewart feeling it. We got uh, Jeff Ross out mm-hmm. yesterday, and uh, you know, a fellow comedian, and our camera person Mel. She did such. I thought she did such a good job um, asking about John Stewart, and I thought what he said was really interesting. How is it that a comedian that's so funny is able to be so serious and passionate and and really connect to people? Because he cares. Yeah. Comedians feel pain more than most people. They do. That's our trade. Yeah? Buddy Hackett told me that one. Really? Comedians are more in touch with their emotions than anyone. I think so. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people online are saying that Jon Stewart needs to run for president. I mean... I'd vote for him. You would? I'd vote for him twice. You would? Yeah. Do you think we need to see someone in there like that? Well, it's working in the Ukraine. Let's have a Jewish comic here in America. Yeah! He's the, the Zelensky of the U.S.? He's the best. Yeah? Except Zelensky's probably a better dancer, but John Stewart's probably a better comedian. <laughs> do you think, I mean, he says he wouldn't do it, but, but do you think he would come around to it? I mean... I think we'd have to all gather him up and, and push him across. Yeah, so that's always the the thing with comedians, right? That people always talk about that they're so funny because they are so sad. And they feel so deeply, so they take all that pain and they turn it into... Um, Action. Action. And there's something to that, right? There's something to it. And I, man, Jon Stewart is the hero we need. Uh, When when Jeff Ross said this and he'd vote for him and he'd vote for him twice. Well, first I was like, don't do that, you know, voter fraud. But once, (laughs) one vote, um, I was like, yes, this is a guy I would get behind. He's so impassioned. He's just, he's unbelievable. Say what you want about his politics. Uh, He's going to be too left for a lot of people. That's okay. Here's what we know about Jon Stewart. He cares. He's honest about his opinions. He's unvarnished. He comes out and says what's on his mind, and it's not what's on his mind, damn the consequences. It's what's on his mind, and he cares about people. He's He's got humanity. He's got humanity. He's got compassion. He's, he's got so these things. he's so smart. And he's very, very smart. I, I, I got to yeah. tell you, look, I mean, he's already said he will not run for president. If Jon Stewart did change his mind yep. and decided to run, I really believe he could win. I think so too. He, I really believe he could win. The, the one, the one caveat, and I, I agree with you. He he had a very good chance. But no, let me just make has, let, me, yeah. let me just make a point. He could win. He could win over people who don't necessarily even agree with his politics. I agree with all that. The one thing we don't know, he's not been fully vetted. Like when a president, somebody announces the presidency, I know. the whole world goes back and looks at all the old text messages and the high school girlfriends I know. and all that stuff. And he hasn't gone through that. And I'm not saying anything would come out. 
but we all have something, of course. and he would be run, running through that. And yeah, but listen, Donald Trump <laughs> went yeah, through that. Well, I mean, right, and, and we found out all the all the warts, and they were and people voted for, him. and they still voted for, him, right? So maybe it doesn't matter. And I think we're over the whole oh, celebrities shouldn't be in politics thing by now, right? Like, I mean, people I think, after Donald Trump, people were really upset and like, this is why celebrities can't. No, be in politics. I don't know. But look I think there's still. An, I think so. There's I would an, say now, celebrities shouldn't be in politics. I mean, you you see what happens when somebody doesn't live their life in politics. They don't have a good sense of how to work with Congress and how to do things the right way, which is what Donald Trump got got him in trouble. Zelensky, maybe, though, your parallel, maybe that's a different story. Yeah, but also, you know, one of the things about presidents is the people around them are as critical, if not yeah. more critical, than they are themselves. That picking the right people around you, you know, getting a cabinet that really can work for sure. you. Right. It, it, that's the trick because a president can't solve the nation's problem with transportation, the interior, right. environment, and everything else. So they need good people. And John Stewart strikes me as a guy who would be listening, who would acquire and then listen to good people. The second point you make is really important. Not just get good people and put them in office, but actually listen to what they say and taking their their opinions into account when you make your own final decisions, which is, you know, I mean, I think a lot this of presidents is, this is crazy isn't it? Now that you think about it, it's crazy that we're thinking about, yeah, you'll take a guy who's just got this humanity and who's really smart because we can't find anybody with experience that we want. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. The two most likely choices are uh, an octogenarian who doesn't seem to have all of his faculties anymore and a crazy tyrant who wants to bring the country down. Those right. seem to be your two choices. We need John Stewart yeah. with Oprah as VP. <laughs> That's okay, the ticket that on. I'm voting for. Hold on. Get somebody... You know, gets if he did that, that would be a big problem. And I love Oprah, but I'm saying get somebody with gravitas, somebody who's got some experience because it's yeah, getting the people around you. Yeah. He's not going to run. Let's convince Michelle him. Obama. He just, oh, well, Michelle I, Obama. listen, to, yeah. to me, she's the other person that, you know, I think, yeah. you know, could she, galvanize a huge group of people, yeah. but she said no too. Yep. Okay. Um, last one. Cameras. Cameron, why can't I say this? Candace Cameron. Oh my God, I can't. See? Candace Cameron. <laughs> I can't. Jason, Can do Jason, it. Jason, you try. Candace from Full House. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Candace Cameron Bure. Daughter. Yes, her daughter. Uh, has reignited this feud, kind of, between JoJo Siwa I'm and sorry. her mom. Do you know? I love this. I love I it. Love what she, I, I love what the, the daughter way. said. Me I love too. What, I love Even, what the daughter said. Yeah. I love that JoJo Siwa actually did this. Not because she's not bitchy or whatever, but because every celebrities are asked all the time who's your least favorite, and they never answer, and she actually answered. And you know yeah, what? Yeah, but her reason was ridiculous. We her should, reason may have been ridiculous. We should say, you know, you, you know what happened with JoJo. She said, oh, the worst celebrity run-in was Candace. The rudest. The rudest celebrity. rudest celebrity. And she just flashed her picture really fast, but of course the internet caught on. So here's what her daughter says. Respectfully, someone saying no, um, no to taking a photo with you is not a, quote, rough experience. This generation is so sensitive and has no backbone. There are bigger issues in this world than this. Grow up. So this stems from the fact that JoJo told the story that the reason she thought Candace Cameron Bure was so uh, rude was because when JoJo was 11 years old, she was a huge Full House fan, she walks up to Candace Cameron Bure at some event and asks if she can take a picture, and apparently Candace was a little bit rude about it and said she wasn't interested oh in my taking God. a picture. She oh, said the hum not oh, right the now. humanity. She said not right now because she was busy and then took pictures with other oh. little kids on the red carpet, oh and JoJo God. has hung on to this for the last, uh, what, seven, ten years. I don't want to be or... too dismissive you have, of how you, you, you have teenage yeah. daughters. Okay, yes. go. 
yes, they, this would be ridiculous. If they, we would, so they'll privately say, what a rude celebrity that was. Who are you, Candace Cameron Bray, for turning my kid down? If my kid then, 12 years later, would they still be harboring a grudge? I would think <laughs> yeah. that's pretty pathetic. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. you know what and I would, say, you know what I would say to you, again. Jason? I yeah. would say, man. Congratulations on raising a kid where their biggest trauma is not getting a picture on well, a red carpet. Well, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, serious. I mean, and not only that, JoJo has gone on to incredibly lofty heights. She's fabulously wealthy. She's one of the most adored people among small children in the world. Um, far more famous than Candace Cameron Bure. Like the fact that she is still harboring a grudge it's of crazy. a non-picture twenty years ago. And is they bananas. met up on the Kelly Clarkson show, and she was super nice to her. At that point, wouldn't you just say, "Oh my gosh, you know it's so funny. I've been harboring a grudge against you all these years because you wouldn't take a picture of me. Let's get a picture now. Just handle it like an adult." Do you think she's still harboring the grudge, or or, 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 or let it go, or let it go? Let it go. Maybe she did. Maybe she was just asked the question, like, "Who's rude?" And she felt, "I'll be cute about it," and it just backfired on her. But I love it because Candace uh, did a whole video where she kind of like explains it. I mean, she had to explain it because she was, of she, course, getting attacked online. I think she should have just left it alone. But Honestly, when like, I watched that, it was painful to watch her go through this whole mea culpa, hand-wringing. Yes. Oh, it's like, dude. I know, but she like, has this whole image, right? Know, she holds up and she's on. like a godly woman. So she I did know. this whole thing and she couldn't really say what she wanted to say, which was, this was super messed up. Uh, her Grow up. Her so daughter her daughter got online and said it. And I love it. But I, I also love that she said someone of <laughs> this generation when she's basically the same age Well, but that's, what's so, but that's what's so interesting, that the daughter is just saying, my God, we're the same age, but I all of my peers... Are like a raw nerve. Yeah. Right. So sensitive. I know. Okay. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye.